All right, back with the AFC South. Stoney, take it away. Yeah, so this is what is viewed as by most people as a pretty lopsided division. You have the Jags all the way up at minus 155. Uh, I believe it is the second or third highest. I'd have to check where the 49ers are. I believe it's the second or third highest um, to win the divisional odds. And by highest, I mean highest within the, the minus money, so most probable. You have them at minus 155. Uh, their win total is at 9.5, juiced to minus 144 to the over. The Titans are at plus 310, and they're at 7.5, juiced to minus 132 to the over. Uh, the Colts are at plus 550. Anthony Richardson just got the starting job, so we can talk about that a little bit. And their win total is at 6.5, slightly juiced to the over at minus 118. And then the Texans are also at 6.5, juiced to the under at minus 142. And you see their divisional odds a decent bit back at plus 1,000. Um, so, yeah, Nate, that kind of lays out where the teams are. Are you seeing it as kind of how Vegas is to where the Jags are a few games better than everybody? They deserve to have that minus 155 price. Or do you think there's kind of a sleeper out of one of the bottom three that could challenge them for this division? I have... Never agreed more with Vegas, probably. The Jags are, I think, head and shoulders above everyone else in this division. The fact that the Tennessee Titans are second favorite in this division shows you how bad the division is. Now, the Texans and the Colts both have this weird opportunity to be like halfway decent. I, th- I used to be a little higher on the Colts earlier in the offseason. I since came down from that. I don't know what I was thinking. But they're both not very good teams. The Texans will be good. They're just young. CJ Stroud, I think, will be good. Um, they might be a year away. Might be a year away. I think they have the right coach. I think they have the right quarterback. I think they have, they have 700 draft picks in the next two years. So they're going to be able to do something. Um... But I think there's nothing really that you can do with that. Um, I think the win totals are where they should be, um, especially with the juice. I think that, yeah, if you want to get into the Colts, we can get into the Colts. Um, I think the Colts are not very good. I don't think Anthony Richardson is very good. However, I know you have a different take on Anthony Richardson, so share your take with Anthony Richardson, and let's dive into the Colts a little bit. Well, I, I I disagree with the Anthony Richardson part of it, but I don't necessarily disagree with the team part of it. So I think from a betting perspective on the Colts, I actually think we're going to see pretty eye-to-eye. I actually already played the Colts under 6.5 for half a unit um, at plus 115. I think the odds on that have kind of even back out since. Got that a couple weeks ago. But, no, I think... And it was announced at the time when I bet it, um, Anthony Richardson was not announced as starter. And actually, one of the ways I thought I could get burned was if they let Gardner Minshew play six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of came out and did the classic, the Cooper Rush, I'd call it, where yeah. they're playing that inspired, backup, but efficient QB play. And this team around them wouldn't have been terrible and could have snagged a few early wins. I actually like for my under bet that they are starting Anthony Richardson. And it's kind of them telling you, look, this kid's a project. 
Long term, I do believe in this kid. I think he's going to be really good. He's my favorite quarterback in this class. I know it wasn't a great class. I know we had a few get drafted high. I think it was one, two, and four. He is my favorite of the three long term. I think that the Colts know he needs time. And I don't think they're looking at this year saying we have to win. I think they are starting him in week one saying, look, we're one year away. Kind of similar with maybe where the Bears were last year where it's like we don't have a great roster. Kind of probably need to scrap some things with the new head coach coming in, clean house type thing. As of today, we still don't know if Jonathan Taylor is going to be on the team week one. He would help Richardson a lot in that RPO action, make teams have to bite on him, make Richardson that much more dynamic of a runner. Uh, Michael Pittman's there. Alec Pierce is there. Two pretty good receivers. But I think Richardson takes its bumps early in the year. I think this team could get off to a really rough start. And so I agree long-term, or I disagree long-term. I think Richardson will turn out to be a very good player. But I think early on, he just didn't have many reps in college, and I think we're going to see that. First half of the year, he's really, really going to struggle. And I think this team will probably win four or five games. So Yeah, I think I think Anthony Richardson I think Anthony Richardson starting week one one thousand percent helps your under. I think hundred percent I think there's a world where the Colts win four games, but their fan base is excited about Anthony Richardson, which seems like crazy. I, I, I think that's what will happen. But I like, think there's going to be enough plays yeah, yeah. where they believe in him. It's just like the Bears last year. It's like, it's like, we won three games, and people are like, now, I mean, you jump an off season where you make moves, and it's like, look at the guy we got. You know, I think it could be the exact same situation. Um, yep. And then Texans, I like CJ Stroud. I think he's good. I think he will be good. Texans are definitely a team, I know we said like a year away, I think in the near future they're going to be really good. I just don't think – actually, I want to say I know they're not going to be good this year. They're just they're just too young. Their head coaches too, are new, uh, inexperienced around the team. Uh, CJ Stroud, obviously the leader's inex- inexperienced. Um, I don't think it's their time yet. But um, anything you like with the Texans? Yeah, it's actually interesting. Looking at the Colts and Texans, you have two rookie quarterbacks that have announced they're going to start, and you're pairing them with two first-year head coaches. That's never a good combination. It's one thing if you're bringing in a first-time head coach, but he's got a veteran quarterback, or rookie quarterback, but he's got a great head coach. It's When you get that pairing of first-year head coach, rookie quarterback, there's going to be bumps early. I like both unders at six and a half. Um, I do find it a little interesting, actually, that the – Texans have so much more juice to the under than the Colts because if you look at it, I think C.J. Stroud is a much better college quarterback than Anthony Richardson, and I would expect him, especially in the first half of the year, to be able to get up to NFL speed a lot quicker. So I do find it kind of interesting that the Colts are actually projected to be a slightly better team just looking at the quarterbacks there because if you look at the rest of the roster, um, if Jonathan Taylor plays, then yes, I can kind of see where the Colts' skill skill positions are better than the Texans. But if he doesn't, I think these teams are actually pretty pretty similar. So I found that kind of interesting, um, even though they both are at six and a half. Jumping up to the top two teams, I think the gap is a little closer than you've made it out to be. I know you're really down on the Titans and very high on the Jags. I believe that you 
I believe you you placed the Jags to win the division. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I I can't get there with laying minus 155. Um, I think nine and a half juiced over minus 144. I'm not going to play it at that. I, I think that's about right. I think this team probably wins 10 games. I think there's a chance they can win nine games and still win the division. Um, there's something about the Titans that I can't get over. And it's just that when you look at the way this team is set up, it was a team that about two months ago, nobody wanted to talk about everyone without on them. There was rumors that Tannehill was going to get traded. Is Will Levis going to start? Is Malik Willis going to start? You know, they just had kind of a quarterback carousel. And since then, I, I just kind of have seen this team fall into place. And I, I think that there's – I love the Jaguars. They're the new kid on the block. But we have to go back to Week 18 last year. The Titans on the road with Josh Dobbs starting were in that game to go to the playoffs and win the division last year. And that was with Ryan Tannehill hurt most of the year. They were winning the division before he went down. I do think Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson take a big step forward. Trevor's third year, but a second year with Doug, and you see that second year leap with quarterbacks, especially when they get with that same coach for year two. So I think their offense will be much improved. But I have concerns about their defense, their O-line. I believe it's their left or right tackle is suspended to start the year, so there could be some concern there. I think the Jags are really good. But the reason I can't lay it is, and I haven't bet the over, but I am looking at it with the Titans. I think we've seen that juice start to go up. Um, It was kind of near minus 110. It's pushed up to minus 130. With them adding DeAndre Hopkins, it not only signals, hey, we got DeAndre Hopkins, but it signals to me, Tannehill's not going anywhere. I think he's going to play all 18 games. They're going to give it one last hurrah. Traylon Burks, the number two receiver, did get banged up. He's going to be out two to six weeks, kind of a wide range there, depending on um, how his recovery goes. That would be a big blow to them. But it's one of these teams where I think they have enough on the offensive side of the ball to where Tannehill can get back to the efficient ways. I trust variable with the defense. They have enough there. I think this team can scrap their way to that 7, 8, 9 re- range wins, but it, it wouldn't shock me if the Jags defense is a little worse than we thought. They win nine games. The Titans also win nine games, and they get in on some tiebreakers. So I'm going to I'm gonna avoid the juice. I'm talking myself into betting the Titans over seven and a half, I think, but honestly, I almost would rather just put like a quarter of a unit on their divisional odds at plus 310 and just say, I think there's a path to where it's a little bit of a bet against the Jags defense, they get nine wins, and maybe the Titans find a way to get nine wins and win some sort of tiebreaker. So I think I would almost rather bet on it from the plus 310 version than just taking their over seven and a half. Because if this team does get off the rocky start, I can see where the wheels fall off, but I think there's a path to where we're sitting here in week 15, and the Titans and Jags are both eight and six and, and tied for the division. Yeah, I mean, I, d- I think the Titans are going to suck, um, but... Yeah, no, this will be one of our biggest disagreements. I, I, it, but, I was I was more with you. I've just kind of slowly come right, around right, to, right. hey, this is a good... It's variable. I can't get that. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, you, it's hard to look at a team coached by Mike 
Vrabel and be like, they're going to be really bad. I've done it all off season, um, but it's it's hard to say that. I don't I don't see a world where they're in the playoffs. Um, I think they would have to win their division. Yeah, but the only thing is, I just don't believe in their offense as much as you know. I I get what you're saying. Second year, they still have Derrick Henry. They added D Hop, Ryan Tannehill. Say what you want about him, Mister Average, but he's he's uh, came through in big games before. Um, yep. He's not going to win you games, but he's going to manage games to where you're in any game that you play. Um, I get that. Um, I just don't see any type of firepower with this offense. Um, I think. Derrick Henry, I don't want to say the book's out. I'm never going to say the book's out on one of the best running backs we've ever seen. But if you force Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball, we've seen what happens. Um, They can't get anything going. Um, And I saw it too much last year. Um, You know, it is their right tackle suspended. I think those first five games, um, let me make sure it's right. Yeah, I think they, they start off with the Saints. Uh, that, That's a winnable game. For sure. It's it's in New Orleans. Uh, it's kind of a toss-up game, but then you have... That's a game that will say a lot. If the Titans <clears throat> somehow can go in and win one of their vintage 2017 right. games, sure. it's like, okay, for it sure. might just be one of the two. But it's, it's you know, at New Orleans, and then they have the Chargers, and they have the Browns, and then they have the Bengals. Um, road divisional game, Colts, they probably win that one. And then you have Baltimore. You know, the first six weeks will say a lot Murder about this team. Um, yep. After that, it lightens up a lot. Uh, they really don't have a game uh, other than Jacksonville. Uh, they go to Pittsburgh, and they go to Miami. Um, but I think it's just those first six weeks. And look, we've seen Vrabel take a six-week span like that and go 3-3 three and three when they should never go 3-3. Three and three. And that might happen. It's just like, yeah. But... I just don't see... I think this has, like, end of an era written all over it. Um, that's what I, that's kind of been my basis for looking at the Titans this all offseason, is, like, everybody's getting older. Everybody's getting shipped away. And I think... I said it earlier in the offseason. I think if things go bad and Will Levis is sitting there, um, I think they let him throw it around a little bit. Maybe Malik Willis. Lord, yeah, I hope. Lord, I hope not. QB two battle in camp. Yeah, I Lord, I hope I don't. I I really hope that in week nine, that the Titans are not two and whatever, and at Pittsburgh on Sunday Night Football, and I have to watch, you know, Malik Willis throw it around. Uh, that would be bad. But I don't see where I think the Jags run away with this division. I don't think you know. There was a time where I was like, the Jags are going to win 28 games this season. I don't think they're going to do anything crazy. But I think they handled the division. I think they handled their business. Um, yep. I think it's not going to be this like fight to the death with the Titans like you know, it was last year. They do play Week 18 in Nashville, baby. Might, All I'm saying is... Might have to be there, dude. Might have to be there. That would be kind of epic. Um, if Rabel can get to eight wins, the Jags are sitting at nine and seven. And Titans are at eight and eight, and it's for the division. It's hard Maybe. to it's hard to not take Vrabel at home. So I don't know. I, yeah. I think there's a pass. I, I think it would take the offensive line is really bad. So yeah. that's just the thing. That that's 
Derrick Henry won't be able to be as efficient as he's been in years past. That's a thing. That's probably not going away. Tannehill without a good O-line, that's a disaster. So I get it. And it's probably the perfect bill of health that would have to happen. DeAndre Hopkins, Derrick Henry both have to play 17 games. That's probably a tall task at this point in their career. So I get why it's over plus 300. But it's like, come on. These teams were pretty even last year. The Jaguars peaked late. The Titans peaked early. This is kind of an end of an era. They're running it back, kind of bringing in some old parts, just trying to make it work. I just think the odds have swung a little bit too far to where if I had to place one bet to win this division, it would be the Titans at over 3-1. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. With the, You mentioned that you've kind of lowered a little bit on the Jags, maybe from a ceiling perspective, not from the floor within the division. Correct. Just to read you a couple options of like, hey, do you like any of these long shots? They're fifteen to one to win the AFC, twenty-eight to win the one twenty-eight to one to win the Super Bowl, and they're twelve to one to be the one seed in the AFC. Do any of those stick out to you, or is it just like a hey, I think they win nine or ten games, but I'm not going crazy about this. I still like the Chiefs, the Bengals, the et cetera more. Well, um I wouldn't say any of those stand out to me. Um I don't want to do I don't want to put any money down that says Trevor Lawrence is going to win two games against Herbert Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen, all, you know, any two combination of those in a row. Um, sure. I don't want to mess with that. I think they win 10 games for sure. Uh, I think they win 10 games and they're could maybe win 11 and they're the two or three seed. Uh, they have somebody at home. Who knows? But I don't want to mess around with that. I think they're good. I think they are a little bit of Vegas's darling right now uh, because it like fits. Yeah. It fits the mold of like a team growing. They have their star quarterback. They have their guy. They had a big dramatic win last year. Oh, it's their time to be good. Um, so maybe their numbers are skewed a little bit. But it's them in the AFC and probably the Lions in the NFC. For sure. I think it. Yes, yeah, super similar. Super similar. Yep. Good offenses. Um, yeah, so before we go into more detail, let's start with best bets. Um, start with your one. Or I guess that would be three. Yeah, three best bets. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Yeah, the, the first bet I placed on this division was Colts under six and a half. I got them at plus 115. It's at minus 118 right now. That's about right. I would take it like up to minus 130. I think this could close minus 150 before week one. Shop around, see if you can get closer to minus 110 at least or even money. But Colts under six and a half. Combination of Anthony Richardson is starting. That means unless he gets hurt, he's playing all 17 games. They're not doing the thing where they pull him for guard mission. It would be vice versa. So Anthony Richardson, we're getting 17 games of him. I like him long term. I'm going to make the easy bet that he is not going to be NFL-ready weeks one through eight. I don't think they win many early out the gate. I love the Colts under. I would also sprinkle – let me pull up what it is now. I want to say it was like 12 or 13 to 1 earlier in the year um, for worst record in football, and I still really like that bet. I think that – let's see. It is 15 to 1. I love that bet. I think there's a lot of paths to that bet. If Anthony Richardson is just terrible, it's going to be really, really hard for that coaching staff to put in Mitchell. I think they are going to take a lot of lumps and just say, look, 
let the kid learn. We got to give him two years. I think that's what the coaching staff at the the moment they drafted him, they said, "Hey, this kid needs to get on the field." They're they're pretty much telling the fans, "Look, he needs time. Let him get the reps in." Yeah. If Jonathan Taylor holds out or gets moved. This team doesn't have much around him. It could be a disaster. So. I like under six and a half. I'm going to also make my second best bet. Colts' worst record in football, 15 to one. I love that. Put a quarter unit on it. Not saying it's going to hit, but I think week 13, 14, if Anthony Richardson doesn't make a leap throughout the year and it's just kind of bad, I think you're going to be in play here. The Colts could be 2 and 11, and I wouldn't be shocked. Um, The third best bet would come down to if I just want to take. The more we talked about it, I like the Titans. I think the gap is closer. It was more me saying I wouldn't lay the juice with the Jags. I can't get there to bet the Titans to actually win the division. So I would just say under six and a half for the Texans. I don't love that one as much as the Colts just because the juice is way heavier. I would still play it up to minus 150, kind of similar with the Colts. I think both these teams win four or five games. So I think six and a half is just a bad line. I think five and a half. Um it's kind of where both these teams should be. So as long as it's six and a half up to minus one fifty, I'd play both of them at, uh, going under six and a half. But I actually like the Colts. If I had to say one team was going to be the worst team in football, Colts or Texans, I would take the Colts. And weirdly enough, they actually have better odds for me to bet on them to have the worst record in football. So I'll happily scoop that up. So I think yeah. CJ Stroud will have a high enough floor. I just don't think this team is actually talented around him. I think the Colts team isn't that good either, but Anthony Richardson might just suck. So, yeah. under six and a half for Colts and Texans, and worst record in football for the Colts. Yeah. Um, I will also take the Colts under six and a half. Um, again, everything you explained, good number two, I think, um, to get it at. Uh, like I said, I think. It's the same as the Bears last year. I think the Colts could win three or four games, and they could still be happy about where they're at. So I don't think, um, you know, I think it's a good bet under six and a half. And looking at their schedule, like, it's not tough, but they also have to play, you know, the AFC North, and that's never fun. You have to go to Cincy, to Baltimore. Um, You got the Jags twice, New Orleans. Um, My... Two winnable games on paper going into the year would be, hey, one of the road games we could steal would be at the Texans. Right. The Jags have always struggled in Indianapolis. Well, guess what? Those are Anthony Richardson's first two starts. Right. If there's yeah. a better time for the Jags to go to Indy, it's Richardson's first start. Right. And if there's a better time for C.J. Stroud to be above Anthony Richardson on an NFL quarterback level, it's week two and they go to Houston. So yep. I think – the schedule also didn't break great for them in that sense. Right, right. Um, second will be Jags win the division. I'll lay as much juice as you want for every reason that I previously stated. Um, I would be shocked. What would you play it up to? Minus 200? <clears throat> I'd play it to whew, pretty darn close to that, dude. I'd play it for whatever. I played it at minus 160. I'll be hand yep. up transparency. Um, me and Vegas weren't locked on that one. Um, five cents. Missing five pennies on that one, but I played it for three units because I'm that confident in it. I don't think there's a world where Jacksonville doesn't win. 
They have everything moving in the right direction. There's a lot of energy, a lot of buzz. Yes, does that create pressure? But I think Trevor Lawrence, the Prince, will step up. Uh, they don't have an easy schedule, for sure. But if they handle business, I think they run away with the division. Um, and if you're down on the Titans, you really just need them to win nine games, and you feel pretty good. For sure, dude. For sure. Um, and then, I think the only other bet that I'd be like, mm, kind of like that, is the Jags over nine and a half. And I think, I would not lay the juice, but I struggle to find another one in this division that... I'd be comfortable to put as my best bet. I think Jacksonville wins 10 games. You're a little more pro-Texans than I am. You're kind of neutral. You think that six and a half is Right, yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah. I think you can you could even argue both sides with the Texans if you think C.J. Stroud is that NFL-ready, and a lot of people do. Um, I yeah, think he fair. I think he is NFL-ready. I don't think he's, like, going to be, like, you know, really good by any means. But I think he's, he's going to be able to win some games, especially late in the year. Um I think he's a good quarterback. Um, but if you look at the Jags, let's say they go what do you what do you think they'll go in the division this year? Um I would say they should go five and one. Yeah. But it's football, there's a chance they go four and two. Yeah. But I, I mean if you had to sit here and if I had to guess, I'd say five and one. So I, I think, think they probably lose at Tennessee. But it's week eighteen, so if the Titans right. have nothing to play for, maybe not. I, I think it's football. They'll lose a game in the division. Probably 5-1. I think, um, let's say they go, let's say they go 4-2, and two, just for the sake of, you know. Okay. This, That's probably their floor. This exercise. Let's say they just go 4-2. and two. Um, Are they going to beat Tampa Bay? That's 5. Are they going to beat the Panthers? That's 6. Are they going to beat the Falcons? That's 7. Yeah. Where's that game at? In Atlanta? Never know. In Atlanta, it's not in Atlanta, so we don't have to think about that. Um, it is in Jacksonville, so I think that's seven wins if if they go four and two to the division. I think that's seven wins that's that their every, absolute floor. Everyone feels good about them. I think they have swing games. I think um, Buffalo, and they're playing it in the Royal Kingdom or wherever they're playing that game at. I think that's a swing game. Um, yep. I think they have Baltimore at home. I think that's that's. Could go either way. Uh, I think New Orleans in New Orleans is a swing game. Yep. I think they get the Chiefs at home too. And it's like that's maybe their hardest game, but it's like you get them at home. Right. And then they have then they have some games where it's like, mm, odds are stacked against them, but who knows? They have Kansas City at home. They have Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. That's always a tough game, no matter who you are. Tough game. Uh, they have San Fran at home. They have Cincy at home. They're on the but road. It's like those three games at home, like they probably get one of them. Right, exactly. Let's say they get two of the swing games. There's nine, right? That means they have to win one of those heavy games. Let's say they let's say they go to Pittsburgh and win that game. There's ten. What if what if Trevor Lawrence shows up and he's MVP? Then they win two. I was those gonna games. ask you about that. He's sixteen to one. Do you like that? I, I don't mind it. I really don't. Yeah, I, I I do like that, and uh, we'll get into that in the award show. But I think it's good value. Um, but rounding out my best three bets, I think I I don't know if I'd play it for the juice 
if it came down a little bit, maybe. Minus 130 for them to win 10 games? For sure, dude. Yeah, um, I, I like that. Yeah. I, I just think it, 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 it's a little protection on, yeah, I, I kind of like spring. If you're pro Jags, it's a little bit on the division, a little bit on their win total. It's not a bad way to split it up because it kind of is like, okay, what if Vrabel does have a great team and they somehow get to 10 wins too? Okay. If you've got them, if the Jags win 10 games, lose on a tiebreaker, you kind of get some of your money back. But it's also like, it, it, it kind of depends what you think of the rest of the division. I agree. I, I think your bigger play with the division, I agree with that. If you're not in on the Titans, it makes no sense to play the win total. They can just win nine and win the division either, either way. But I do think they're probably getting ten. So yep. I like where you're coming from. Yep. Well, that was the AFC South. We will be back with, I believe, the AFC the West. West.